swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome back to This Is Tram, your instant post-match reaction podcast. It is the 24th of November. We have just beaten Carlisle United at home 1-0 in a very tight, very good game of football. Keith Hill's first game in charge, his first win. We have now won four on the bounce in the league. Um, six in all competitions, if you count in the Papa John's trophy penalty win, which, which I am, quite frankly. We are now up to ninth in the league. A great individual solo goal by Corey Blacker Taylor gives us the three points. My name's Matt Hibbert, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at this is Trammy on Twitter if you want to get in touch. And I'm joined, as ever, by Big PH, at Paul Harper82, Paul Big Mouth, Big Time Harper. How are we? Good evening, everyone. I'm, I'm good, Matt. Thank you. Yeah. Um, another good result. The, uh, the, the momentum. The, the train keeps on rolling. Yeah, I think that result, in a in a weird way, that's a big a bigger win, even though it's only one 0 a much bigger win than Saturday, because that's the kind of game they they were clearly yeah, they were a decent side. Yeah, you can see they are a decent side, and I, I, we was talking off air before the start of this about the possession stats. It said apparently first half at one point, just half time, we had 73% possession. And then according, again, I've, I've checked on BBC and Sky here, they're saying that over the course of 90 minutes, we had 65% possession. And that must be right. But I think they were um, they were very direct, weren't they, Paul? They were putting yeah. balls in our box. They were, And do you know what? Manny Monfey, Clarky, fantastic performances at the back. Just like man mountains, they headed everything. Do you know what? The, the whole back four, to be honest. Yeah, the whole team, it was just the, the blocks. They didn't have any clear, clear cut chances at any point. Like Davis had one save to make that one near the end that he put around for a corner. But we were just blocking. They had some little half chances where the ball dropped for them in the box. I think Peter Clark blocked about 5,000 shots. Just Jay Spearing was in there getting to, getting to the second balls. And then you saw right near the end, um, the two subs, Kane Woolery and Danny Lloyd, closing down their defenders, blocked the clearance. Then Woolery blocked another one and one was a throw in. And like, it's the, the ability to bring on two players like them with 10 minutes to go. You know, use the squad. It's a strong, but I've said before, we didn't even bring on, you know, like Morgan Ferrier didn't even get any minutes there. That's a strong bench and a strong 11. And we're looking like a good side. We're, like I say, we're up to ninth now. We are one point outside the playoffs. 
I'm four as my cat. Yeah, Treacle. We're one point outside the playoffs, Treacle. Up the fucking whites. I'm four points off. Okay. Up to ninth. <coughs> up to ninth third. position, I think. In third, yeah. Yeah, up to ninth. It's so, um, yeah. four wins it's, on the bounce in the league. It's good. We're, we're looking upwards rather than, you know, watching our backs. So. How yeah. things have changed over the last three weeks, Paul. It's insane, isn't it? Well, we should we should uh, should touch on a bit of the reaction from. Um, obviously, we were recording as um, Trammy were breaking the news that they'd appointed uh, Keith Hill, and I don't want to dwell on um, some of the reaction that went um, on social media, but you know, it's a game of opinions, as we all know, and. Obviously, if, you know, um, we wouldn't be podcasting if, you know, we didn't have opinions. It would be a bit dull. But um, I, I think I said on, on Saturday, you know, Keith Hill wasn't up there as one of my first choices. But, you know, I'm willing to give him a chance. And some of the reaction that was coming out on social media just brings out the worst side sometimes, Twitter and Facebook and stuff. Um, can be used for, for so much good as we're seeing with like the trust raising you know money for for good, good causes and to help the community and then you get some of that and some of the the stuff that Nicola Palios was being sent and stuff and I think to send the owners you know to you know at them into messages and stuff I think it's just a bit if you're tweeting for a start right if you're tweeting the official club to uh, at Tramia or Mark or Nicola, and you're just tweeting them. Like, I saw loads who said, fuck off. It's like, anything you say, I've always said this, anything you say on Twitter, especially if you're atting someone, right, if you wouldn't go up to them and say it to their face in public, don't tweet it, because that's effectively what you're doing, and you can't do that. Like, they'd appoint a new manager. We just won 5-0. You know, again, not everyone's first choice, but we don't live in a world where we can get the Cowleys or Paul Cook. Yeah. You know, or Nigel Adkins who turned us down. This is the thing. These, by all accounts, I, we wanted Adkins and we tried, and he turned us down. I don't want someone who doesn't want to be the manager of this football club. Keith Hill clearly wanted to be the manager of this football club, so he wants to be here. He's won his first game, and that was like that's the toughest game we've had all season, and that was a great win. It yeah, was we battled. We thoroughly deserved the win for me because I think we had. I think there was another gear there if we needed to. By the way, it's becoming a great thing now. You want to see how far into the game it is before the commentators use the phrase Manny Monthe going through the gears. It was 37 minutes this game. Nick, Nick's doing like a, a pool on it if you want to get involved in it. I'll follow that, Nick, if you want to get involved <laughs> in it. What minute into the game when I follow will the commentators <laughs> use the phrase Manny Monthe is going through the gears? What gearbox has he got? He's an automatic. Is it a six-speed? If it's a six-speed, mate, I'd hate to see it. He's obviously an automatic. He's got neutral, reverse, drive. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, no, bang just, out of, it's bang out of order what people were doing. Like, it doesn't, yeah, just, do, any good. Just it doesn't the, do any good. Um, and I mean, I, I was very... I, I mean, people tweeted me the, the other night saying like, he sounded very sceptical about his appointment and stuff. <laughs> and, and I was, to be fair. I think we all were. Um, yeah, he has got a good, a good track record at Rochdale. And I, I did say that on um, on Saturday. It, it, my concern was when he's not been at Rochdale, it hasn't, it hasn't worked out all that well. But um, you know, I'm going to give him the uh, the benefit of the doubt. Obviously, he's got off to a good start today. Really liked his interview on Saturday. Yeah. He's saying all the right things. Um, you know, he wants to play attacking football. He wants his team to score goals and play attractive football. 
he's not afraid to use the P word, promotion. That's the aim. Um, and let's not shy away from it. And if the players want to shy away from it, then they shouldn't really be at the club because that's the ambition that we have and that's the ambition that we should have as a club. Um, and he's not shying away from that. And he knows that he's been brought in to get the club back into League One. And, you know, he's done it twice before with Rochdale. Um, so he's got that, that know-how, that experience. And that's what he's been brought in to do. And he's not shying away from the fact that, yeah, listen, I've been brought in. I've, I'm on a, a deal until the end of the season. And if I don't get promoted, then the chances are I'm going to be out in the air. So yeah. he, he knows he knows what he's got to do. Um, he's obviously got the drive and the uh, the experience and the you know the will to win to to try and achieve that. So yeah, I think um, he's he's saying all the right he's saying all the right things. I'm just reading a uh, a tweet that the club had just put out saying um, instant reaction from Keefe after tonight's game. Saturday was football heaven. Today we won a different way. Uh, you need to do that to have a chance of promotion. And he keeps he keeps saying promotion, and that's that's you know it's that we shouldn't be shying away from that. We we want promotion, um, and yeah, don't shy away from being ambitious. And he's obviously ambitious uh, himself. Uh, he wants to get the club moving forward and and back into where we all believe that we we should be. And we were wrongly, you know, demoted last season. Um, so yeah, he's seeing all the right things, and you know, I think, I think the fans are starting to like him. Albeit some of them were, were giving him a lot of grief on Saturday, which bang out of order. I tell you what, Paul, it's one of those weird things, isn't it? If we keep winning, I've got a feeling the fans are gonna, the fans who were questioning it, are gonna come around pretty fucking quickly. <laughs> I should point out as well, the, the, the club have just tweeted out another one, one uh, quote from Keith Hill saying, "Screw Paul Harper, he thinks he's big time now." <laughs> Because he's a Manchester boy, isn't he? He went, I know, I've seen where Paul lives now in his gated community with his gold-plated gates <laughs> in his mansion. I'm going to key his black, blacked-out rangy tomorrow. And I've started wearing flat caps as well. So. Up the fucking tram, yeah. So that's, <laughs> he, you know, he's immediately gone up in my estimation just for that. <laughs> yeah, very good. I'll just point out one more thing, Paul. <laughs> you know, we, we like to try and keep these podcasts slightly more, you know, on track as as opposed to the old ones where we used to, you know, with the normal podcasts, we can go off track a bit more, can't we? These are instant post-match reactions. But I've got to pull up a, a point here. A few people brought it up and they said, you better bring this up, Paul. The, um, your, dinner, your dinner on Saturday, um, lovely steak, <laughs> a, lovely, a lovely jacket potato, a great yeah. accompaniment, a lovely side to any steak. Yeah. yeah. And then you had the audacity, Paul, <laughs> the audacity, bare-faced cheek to throw two Yorkshire puddings on. Yeah. Now, I know well, what I'm thinking. It's steak is technically a bit of beef when yeah. you have them. But, Paul, there's no... Honestly, right, it's got to be... You might have to have a three-podcast ban for this. You might have to sit out for three pods. Okay. Um, because unless you want to put I your case mind. over now, can you defend it? Are you I gonna, mean, you, they, you were, they, were just, they were just sat in the fridge and we needed to use them up. That was the, the main reason. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid... I mean, they were, they were very nice. So, I'm not, do you have gravy on them? No. Oh well, they, oh, so right. You've tried to appeal your three podcast ban. I'm rejecting it, and I'm adding an extra podcast ban to it. <laughs> so, yeah, you take that. Back after Christmas. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> That's what all the best players do. Get back <laughs> for Christmas. So the um, the Jay Harris, Kevin Nolan, 
two yellow cards the weekend before Christmas. <laughs> Missed the Christmas period. Um, the next three games we've got is Brackley live on BBC One, no doubt. On um, two, I think it is. Oh, it's a BBC Two. Ah, still prime time, mate. You know, half past seven on Friday night in front of the nation. And then we go to Oldham next Tuesday in the league, and then we got Walsall at home um, on Saturday. Excuse me. It's the Iron Brew again. It's become a tradition now. We have a big giant can of Iron Brew from Home Bargain. Call it the Amber Nectar. It doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, they're the, they're the two um, two next league games and the FA Cup game. Again, you look at the league now, and so we go to uh, go to Oldham, and they've come into a bit of form. Was Oldham and um, yeah. Bolton? Yeah. Oldham have won the last two. Bolton have won the last three. We've won the last four. We're the three, um, we're the three form teams in the league yeah. at the minute. So... It's well, going to be a good test. It's yeah, a good, it is a good test for the yeah. you know the start of his reign. It is obviously he's got a you know effectively a freebie on uh, on Friday. Everybody be expecting us to to win. Yeah, you'd hope uh, so. I think the pressure's maybe off a little bit there. But yeah, the, the two games after that in the league really important games. Obviously, like, um, we're we're on this exceptional run of form. Six wins on on a trot. And uh, yeah, we we want to keep that going as long as possible. As we keep saying, momentum is a is a powerful thing, and uh, you know if we could just keep that that uh, the ball rolling, then uh, who knows what we can uh, we can achieve. But yeah, all the signs are pointing in the right direction, and you know it's been a it's been. Uh, I, I don't think Tramier have, have done such a turnaround. Certainly, in my time of, of watching him from being so utterly shit to now looking, you know, half decent again. So maybe I'd yeah. say, Paul, the um, not to pull you up on your point you've just made and say it's complete rubbish, but Paul, um, I'd say the only the ones that could spring to mind was remember after the Wrexham game where we got beat at home and they had ten men. Yeah, that was like the low point, wasn't it? And we kind of bounced back from that, but that wasn't an instant sign of thing. It was a bit of a gradual one. We got a form running there. And then you could even argue maybe last year, you know, them them three games that we won. Yeah. But like you say, the, you know, this is, you know, it's more about how bad we looked, wasn't it? In yeah. those first 10 games of the season. We just, we got worse and worse, it seemed, didn't it? Yeah. There was I mean, no real, like I said, the best performance was if... probably Salford away, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, and obviously Cambridge. Yeah, but two um, points so so yeah. But um yeah, no, I think I think the turnaround's been fantastic. Obviously Parky and uh, Ian Dawes played a big a big part in that and yeah, if we can keep keep this run run going for as long as possible and push ourselves into those playoff positions and it's really it's a tight division, so as a man there's no, there's no reason why we can't, you know, get ourselves into the into that top three. A wise man once said, right to infinity and beyond. Do you know which soothsayer, <laughs> which philosopher said that, Paul? A Mr. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, he knows his football. Yeah, so forget, forget Martin Luther King or... <laughs> what? Yeah, Buzz, mate. Mr. Buzz Lightyear. Lightyear. Mr. Lightyear to you. Buzz to me. <laughs> buzz to his mates. Yeah. Um, speaking of buzzing, shall we get into the tweets then, Paul? Yeah, we've had uh, we've had quite a few once again. Yeah. So thank you very much again for, for getting in touch. Really do appreciate all the messages. And, at uh, this is Tramia on Twitter. Yeah, uh, this is Tramia at Matt Hibbert at Paul Operator Two at Jake Keo as well. For I should uh, point out, Paul, um, I've got the the answer to the cryptic footballer clue. Yeah, and we, have we got another one? 
Um, he hasn't given me one, but I think I've got an old one there, a good one, yeah. one like all of his. <laughs> one of his friends gave him, so I'll, I'll dig that out nice. um, and give the answer at the end of the tweet. So look at that, the cliffhanger. How professional is this? <laughs> Don't get this on any other podcast, do you? So yeah, I think we should uh, we should say a big thank you to uh, to our regular contributor Fletch, who um, who gave us a shout out on um, on the commentary this evening. I wasn't actually listening at the time, but um, you, you informed me, Matt, that uh, <laughs> they gave us a shout out. So um, yeah, thank you for that. Maybe we get a, a few more listeners off the back of it. And if you are new to uh, new to the podcast, hello, welcome. Um, follow us on Twitter at This Is Tramway and get involved. Um, jump in the comments and let us know what you thought of uh, of the game. I think so more people. Uh, I think more people should tweet during the game and get them to give us more shout outs. Yeah, I and mean, maybe we should. Uh, well, no, no, we're not going to play games with them. Well, that, would, that would just be unprofessional. Yeah, look, lucky that you let, <clears> me let you in the ground as a spectator after what you did when you were working there. So, Dave Holmes, he says, uh, <laughs> um, I think uh, if we keep this up, I think we can uh, we can win. The, so, this is during the game. Um, not every game is going to be Grimsby. And then he said, uh, we need to hide CBT in January. The form he is on, absolutely unplayable and unstoppable. Hard to argue with that. I think he's made such a big difference. It's unreal. Uh, Fletcher's royalties clocking up tonight, plugging the podcast. Scotty deserves a mention in what was a good, solid team performance. Um, but fucking hell, Scotty, just hold it. Um, oh, God. Laughing emojis. Jesus. Um, a little bit of a hair-raising moment towards the end, but, uh, yeah. I'll say it, Paul. What the, fuck was control. He what the fuck was he doing? <laughs> right, we've got Billy Ormond. He said, just show, uh, get in. Superb win against a really good physical Carlisle side. Yeah. Four man of the match for me. Four points off third. We march on up the Rovers. They, um, I should say, I agree with that. That they looked when I said that they were really quite direct. I, I meant that really as a compliment. They were. Do you remember the Newport team that we beat in the play? Yeah, the final. They were. They were direct. They were physical, but they had a couple of like tricky players. Torre, yeah. the, the winger, the striker looked good for them. They, they yeah. look a real. They look a real solid League Two outfit. That's a, you're going to get that in this at this kind of level. You're going to get you know teams, and not everyone's going to play. Pretty tappy, you know, ticky tacky football. You're going to get the, the the physical side of things, and they were organised, physical, hard to break down. And I think we, uh, you know, I think we just ground them down towards, uh, you know, in the second half, and deservedly got the uh, got the goal, cracking goal. Yeah. Moment quality. <clears throat> Matty James, he says, great result against a good Carlisle side. Six wins on the spin. You absolutely love to see it. Up the microwaving Keith Hill Whites. <laughs> Um, uh, right. Oh, my feed has jumped about twenty minutes up the uh, up the feed. Anyway, excuses. Uh, one o'clock gun says a tight game against a decent side who had clearly done their homework. Good that Hill didn't make changes just to re- disrupt the momentum. A sign of experience would have been easy for him to make a couple of changes just to make a statement, but he didn't do so. Uh, Paul G says, "What was Jackson doing with these players? Looks a totally different team." Uh, Dan Brown says, "Our toughest test so far, and we came through it with flying colours. The only thing that could stop us is when they test Corey Blackett Taylor and realise he's not human." <laughs> yeah, I hope yeah. that um, I hope that Mark or Nicola have got 
like some dodgy photos of Corey Blacker Taylor that he can use to blackmail him <laughs> to sign in a new contract. Because yeah. let's face facts, right? Like he's not he's too good for us. He shouldn't be playing in League Two, certainly. It, sad thing is we're either gonna sell him and get a bit of money in jam, but it's not really a seller's market, is it? Or he will walk away for free in the summer. If we could just somehow get him to do a Jason Kumas and go, look, we know that you're too good for us here, but just sign a two-year extension now, and then we will let you go wherever you want to go in the summer, but it will guarantee that we get 250 grand for him. Do you know what I mean? 250 grand, like half a mil for him, whatever we get, because he's the difference at the minute, isn't he? He's that, he's that real... Just he went on that run in the first half, just unbelievable talent. If we could somehow just you know be a miracle, wouldn't it? Somehow get him to tie down, so because he's not going to be at us for long. Well, I do. I do think I'm not. Don't quote me on this, but I think if he does leave in the summer, I do think that we still get because he's under twenty four percentage, or you know, a tribune or however they work it these days. Something like that, isn't there? I think so because of his age, but. Um, and because he's, he would have been at the club for two years. Yeah, Devel- so, development. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, it wouldn't be the end of the world in terms of getting a, a bit of cash in for It'd be him. Be nice but, to get a million pounds for him, wouldn't it? It'd be nice if yeah. he just stayed. To be honest, I mean, the, the reason why he's playing at this level, and uh, you know, last season he didn't really, he didn't really get a run in the in the side, a clear run. But I think it, it, it's that final ball. And he seems to have improved that since he's come into the team. You know, his, his um, delivery into the box. You know, his um, decision making. Decision making. That's, yeah, that's the uh, the phrase I was looking for. It's been a lot better, and it, you know, he's he's shooting has seemingly improved, scoring a couple of cracking goals. So, you know, long may that continue. If he continues in that vein, then there's no doubt he can play sort of championship and maybe even higher. But uh, yeah, you've got to show that consistency, as we've as we've said numerous times before. Anyway, right, um, jumping back into the tweets, Tramir Trish says it's early days, but I have a feeling that Hill, Dawes, and Parky will make a great team. Don't think Hill has come in wanting any uh, wanting to make any big changes. He's happy to keep the formation that was used in the last few games, and it's worked so well. Glad he got the win tonight. Long may it continue. Dave Byrne just says three words: the complete performance, uh, promotion twenty twenty one. Dan to RFC, bit optimistic, mate, but uh, we like your your confidence. Yeah, um, just says uh, we're going to win the league. So there you go, uh, confidence indeed. What odds are we? Actually, if someone can tell us what odds we are for either promotion, you are. Imagine you could look like three weeks ago. We probably would have been decent, wouldn't we? Yeah, like twenty to one, twenty fives. Ah, fuck for promotion. Oh, dear me. Uh, right, Southwest Tramia uh, just says he kept the same team as, as Saturday, so clearly listening to Dawes. He wasn't in my first. He wasn't my first choice or in my top twenty, but if he wins games, I'm happy. Gets us promoted, and he's my hero. And that's a, that's the fickleness of, of <laughs> fans, isn't it? Really, at least he's keep, honest they, about it. If they keep winning, then you know he's the best thing since sliced bread. Anyway, um, Steve Atkinson says, tough, grueling performance against a physically strong side. Manny's forward passing a little awry, um, but he defended well. Vaughan and CBT are not League 2 players. We are blessed to have them both. Uh, can't disagree with anything of that. Um, nope. Vaughan is 
is a is a proven goal scorer. Uh, very lucky to have him, in my opinion. Uh, Flinny474 says, great team performance, Jay, CBT, Monte on fire. Hard to pick a man of the match. I'll refrain from getting too excited after Paul reeled me in for my Harlem Globetrotters comment last time. Um, but we do look good. On to Brackley. Need to keep the momentum with a good win. Would agree with you there, Nick. Uh, CD21 says, what a performance. Tough game, Matt. Um, Carlisle were well organised, but work rate across the whole team was superb. Deserved the win. Uh, Lindsay Austin says uh, they all worked really hard for that win. Looked like a team working for each other. And I think that's a noticeable thing is that it seems to be a little bit too easy for teams against us. Um, you know, in the, in the early part of the season, there's that desire, that work rate, that passion that seems to be back in the team. And it's, uh, it's good to see. Hayden Absalom says, really important win for the sake of the season and Keith Hill with an exclamation mark. Um, CBT's um, levels above everyone in this league and I'll be gutted when we lose him on a free at the end of the season. So yeah, touching on what we were just talking about there. Uh, Matt TRC says, Hill out, only scoring once at home, unacceptable. Uh, with a laughing emoji. Um, and then he goes to his serious point. Really professional performance against the really good Carlisle side. No need for the playoffs this time around. Top three finish incoming. So there seems to be a lot of confidence going around the uh, the Tramier fans tonight. Don't know what's good. going on. Good to hear. I don't like it, Paul. No, me neither. I, I need some doom and gloom in my life. I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to uh, to try and find some. Cheers, Paul. Appreciate it. <laughs> Agent B says, love that performance. Play some beautiful football first half and early second and then dug in and ground out the points. Some sublime touches from Morris and Vaughan and a couple of superb long passes from Clark to Corey. Love the energy of Woolery and Lloyd when they came on. Uh, yeah, Danny Lloyd getting a bit of praise. Uh, thought he was good when he came on. Yeah. But he's just one of those kind of annoying little, uh, little pests, isn't he? And to come on for like 20 minutes, perfect for him. Uh, Clive Challoner, not sure if he's any relation to uh, to Dave, but uh, maybe let us know there, Clive. Uh, great performance from the whole team, really dug in at the end. Spearman is an absolute monster in midfield. Morris back to his best. CBT unplayable. Uh, Rover and Alt just says we're getting better and better. Martin Oliver says, great resort against the side. He's been going very well. Would Hill have been my choice? No. Will I back him and Mark and Nicola? Absolutely. Reckon Dawes and Parkey still have a big, play, a pot, pot, a big part to play sorry, in this uh, building on the change. Uh, up the automatic whites. You've been drinking again, Paul? No, I haven't. Come on. I have not been drinking. I had it confirmed that you'd had a skinful on Saturday after <laughs> I... I'd, like I sent someone around and he couldn't get near your gated house but with the binoculars he saw and you left your bin out that's public property anyone can go and look at that <laughs> two one litre empty bottles of Jack Daniels so Rob Denman says uh, CBT with a moment of inspiration to win it most naturally talented player we've had since Dale Jennings interesting point uh, Jace Bearing was superb Scott Davis gave me a couple of heart attacks flapping out a couple of crosses at injury time. But other than that, superb performance from everyone. And we're back to oh, a classic Tramia. Big win that tonight against a decent side. Boy, dug in um, to win it with a great strike by Corey. Edging up that table now, Suwai Army. Uh, broken social stay, they had it all. 
good patient football, quality goal, and then the grit and determination to dig in and withstand an aerial bombardment for 30 minutes. That um, that lad had a long throw, didn't he? Yeah, oh. and it was it was quite a um, a flat throw. He did a few, didn't he? Really flat ones. Yeah, but we it dealt with it really real, well. Yeah, it's one thing. Like I said, we touched on it at the start when we were looking back at the game, but we really did dig in and defend well. And like we're not going to win every game four five nil like we done Saturday. That they're the games. These are the games where you find out about your team, you find out about the squad, you find out about your manager, and you find out have we got what it takes to get these results and dig in. And that's a huge result. Like against again a very good league two side who I think will be up there at the end of the season, and we more than matched them. I think we were the better side. And it's just that that moment of quality. Vaughan had a couple of headers that I think he should have done better with, one in each half. But the way we defended from the front, you know, all the way back was just fantastic. Throwing bodies in the way. And, um, yeah, long may continue. Yeah, Chamin Matt says, professional performance against a good organised Carlisle side. We lose that game a few weeks ago, no question. Agreed. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus. Uh, Put your whiskey down, Paul. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Tom Gill says, outside of Fantasyland names, I'd say Hill and Alexander were the best of the rest. So no problem with the appointment. Decent football tonight and solid at the back in a tough second half. Um, not all wins are so pretty. Fort Feeney was well off it. Uh, Clark, man of the match. Yeah, I'd agree with that. He looked a, a bit... There was a couple. He had a couple of chances. There was one in the first half where he had the chance chance to spread out the black of Taylor in behind and he would have been in and he passed it like straight to their player um, but then the beauty of that is we've got Paul Lewis, Kane Woolery, Danny Lloyd on the bench to come on, Morgan Ferrier and it's having that, it's that strength because you know we're going to get more injuries, we're going to have you know more suspensions and stuff and it's having that squad depth and to be able to you know bring someone on who's just as good a player. The days of you know going oh who have we got to come on? Cole Stockton no disrespect to him he scored some great goals for us but you know for me he was never for where we want to be and what we want to achieve he's not good enough and these players are and we've got to we've got ourselves back in we're putting ourselves in with a real shout now which is what we need to do season's not even a third over and you know we're getting right in amongst it. Get, let's get into that playoff. Let's get into that top seven first and kick on. You know, it's like I say, it's a big three more big games. They all are. You know, Brackley. It's going to be a tricky one. They'll raise the game. It's live on BBC Two. Everyone watching it will want them to get a result. If you're not a Charmy fan, every single person will want them to get a result. Try and dispatch them. Be professional. We've got a big enough squad to rotate. You know, start Ferrier, Sid Nelson, Ellis, maybe. You know, Joe Murphy. And then it, it's two big league games next week. Oldham on the Tuesday and Walsall at home. Who knows? You know, if we if we win the next three, then fucking hell, God knows, mate. Try and try and stop me being happy. You try, Paul. You just fucking try. Oh, I've tried many times. You have every week on <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> uh, I think that thing, the thing on the Liam Feeney. I think he's just. Minutes and maybe catching up with him. It's been a busy sort of hectic period. He's not played too much football. I think maybe that's uh, you know, got a, just new, a little bit of got a little a bit of kid as well, hasn't he? Yeah. So. so that's not helping him get a good night's sleep, is it? Having a <laughs> one week old baby. Yeah, can't imagine. Anyway, Alistair Barrett says not as many goals tonight, but a great result under pressure against the good sides. We're knocking on the door of the playoffs now and scaring the shit out of the top three. Uh, now Scott. 
So it's a great performance from all the lads. Special mention for Otis and Jay. Great strike from Corey. Game plan works well. Professional performance. Mike1884 says, uh, Grit and determination against one of the division's best so far, Hill. Hill will do wonders in giving us the nous to compete against any difficult opposition at this level. I'm optimistic of a good season. Uh, Sean um, at May Gurney says, if we if the season had only started five games ago, we'd be top. Interesting. Yes. Um, yeah, we would. There you go. Uh, 12 points from five games. In the week. Right. Uh, Roy's of 808 says, great result against a decent side. Game is scrappy, but onwards and upwards. Peter Sale says, uh, really good performance tonight. CBT unplayable at times, and the closing down at the end was a delight to see. Jay Spearing has proven me wrong as well, as well as you, Matt. Yeah, um, hats off to him. Keep playing like that, and we could go all the way. So, yeah, really positive thoughts uh, from the Super White Army so, um, this evening. Someone's, is... Someone's pointed out, Paul, there um, about Blacker Taylor's shot that right at the start of the second half that James Vaughan said was over the line. That their keeper spilled it, didn't he? Like, back on himself. Yeah. Um, excuse me, apparently at full time, Peter Clark and Spearing went over to the lino and were saying, you know, it, it's hard to tell with the replay, isn't it? Because we've got no chance of seeing it from where we are. You'd need You're the not, camera. Yeah, we haven't got the technology, unfortunately, have we? No. But, like, Vaughan was convinced. And, yeah, you know, yeah. it's one of them where it's in the professional football's DNA, isn't it, to go... Like, a professional footballer can kick the ball clean out with not another player within 10 miles of them, and they'll still claim for a corner. So <laughs> you've got to take that with a pinch of salt. But they seem convinced. And it, it did look like he spilled it quite far back, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I guess we'll never know. It doesn't really matter in the, in the end because a few minutes later he, he killed in that great strike. But, yeah, you just... Um, it's mad, isn't it? It's so positive at the minute. It's it's a world of difference from three weeks ago before that Harrogate game. But you, you look at the performances, Paul, since then. Harrogate was the first one, and that was a completely different performance, wasn't it? it immediately from Jackson going, that Harrogate performance it's was like... Been on the front foot. Yeah, we look like a a really good side. Then we beat Akronson, that team in the league above, deservedly so, in the FA Cup. Obviously, I don't really care about the pizza games. It is what it is, and we won it on pens. Got through, it's more prize money, you know, more minutes for the, the younger players who play in that game. We went, the Port Vale game was just a crazy game of football, wasn't it? But, you know, we we won that in the most crazy fashion. It was amazing. We go and demolish Grimsby on Saturday, and then we win this. We're winning games, different types of like. Choose a Mickeyism. He used to say, didn't he? Every game asks you different questions, and that's exactly what's happened in these. We eked out that one 0 win at Harrogate with the late goal. We then, you know, we beat Akronson deservedly, so we grind that win out. We somehow turn the game around at Port Vale. We smash Grimsby, and then we eke another one out today. We battle, we grind it out, and you know, it's a real. There's a real coming together. Of, I, I, imagine if the fans were allowed on the ground now. It would be absolute. At the end of that game, it would have been absolutely crazy. It would have been the whole cop would have been yeah. st- standing and singing mm-hmm. after the game. Yeah. Keith Hill would have got. I don't know if he'll do the old Mickey fist pump, but hopefully he'll do something. It would have been you know, something there. And you know, long may just, continue. Uh... When we do eventually lose a game, let's not all turn you know immediately and start tweeting Mark Nickel and the club fuck off because. It doesn't help anyone, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we, we've had a terrible start to the season, and we've had lows last year, and even the conference year. Yeah, Trico, I know we've had lows, haven't we? 
<laughs> she knows, mate. She's diehard tram, yeah. Um, so let's just keep this momentum going on the positivity because it, it takes you a long way. It got us two promotions. Yeah. And um, I don't know if ever, like, let, lest we forget, like, the um, how we got promoted both times. Both times was just against the odds. We had no right to even be in the playoffs the year we got out of League Two. Yeah. We didn't. No one thought we were going to be near. We did it. No one, and after one minute at Wembley against Boreham Wood, I don't think many of us thought, <laughs> fucking come on. <laughs> I was at the end of my tether, Paul, after 46 seconds. Yeah. Not again. So this club, on it. Card. Yeah. You know, <laughs> let's, let's keep, let's stay positive, even if and when we lose, which we will soon, because it's going to happen. Yeah. We're not a team who can go and win 50 games in a run. We're not going to go unbeaten for, you know, 25 games. So let's just keep backing the boys. Because you can see the difference it's making. You see the, the videos of you know of them in training. We are united as a club now, as a team, and let's keep that way as a fan base. For, like I know that there's problems with the season ticket stuff, and quite rightly so, people are furious about it. But let's try and just push that negativity away. Up the fucking tram, yeah. Yeah, quite right. Screw Paul Harper, by the way, as well. Let's get that in there. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Can't right. stress that enough. Pete Brown says, uh, really good win tonight against the well-organised team. Love the ball from Clark's fan CBT, who is far too good for any League 2 fullback. Uh, Matthew Glazier says, a deserved win from the team, having a lot of possession and trying to play football. Carlisle were physical and niggly, but some magic from CBT, an excellent defending service free. Uh, Paul, uh, Paul Waite says, not... That kind of, uh, sorry, not seeing that kind of resilience in a long time. Scott is a lucky boy having that lot in front of him because he still flaps at balls in the uh, don't play CBT on Friday on BBC and advertise him to the world. Very good point. Rest him. We don't need him, hopefully. Famous last words. Zach Hayes. Put him on the bench. Yeah. Zach Hayes says, very pleasing professional performance supporting such a shift. Uh, to see that one out, but uh, looked like so much more of a team than we did a month ago. Good to see Hill sticking with the doors and uh, and Parky winning formula. Um, Will or not Scouse, we just like watching Keith Hill. <laughs> uh, Dan Terry says, uh, very good appointment. Compare the two records Hill and Mellon have. Um, sorry. Compare the two records Hill and Mellon have come to us with. I'd have uh, I'd place more worth on Hill's two League Two promotions with Rochdale than Mellon's two with that Fleetwood side from Conference North and the Conference and Shrewsbury from League Two. Interesting point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Two leagues below. Obviously, um, so yeah, you'd have to place a little bit more, more value on those. I think people um, forget, Paul, how small a team Rochdale are because they've been in League One for so long and they've established themselves as a like League One side. Yeah, they, yeah, I mean, they before that promotion, I don't think they had been in League Two and not seen a promotion for wasn't it six a years? Tramir esque amount of time. I think it was like I swear forty it was like, odd years. It was an insane amount of time, was it? They'd just been in the bottom tier. Forty one years, I think he said the other day. Jesus. Um so and his and his answer to that was just, well, why can't we just go and do it? Yeah. Um, and he did achieve that, so good on him. I mean um, I know that we spent um ninety one to twenty it was twenty seven years for us, wasn't it? Yeah. But 
at least Rochdale just stayed still in the bottom division in yeah. League Two or yeah, Division Four, what it was at the time. Then yeah, became League Two. We went, yeah. oh, we see you, Rochdale, and we're going to go further down than you and keep going. We sure showed them, didn't we? Yeah, uh, yeah indeed, indeed. He does go on, Dan. Um, he says, uh, not saying how was a better manager than Mellon, just that on reputation, disappointment is absolutely fine. The fume is all circumstantial based and on how bad we were when Mellon came in as an uh, ex-Tramier player and how good we've been with Hill being ex-Bolton. Um, but that doesn't make him any less of a manager. Does it really matter that no. he's come from Bolton? Spearing has put in back-to-back performances, um, man-of-the-match performances now, and I don't see many people moaning that he played 180 times for Bolton. Hill's here to do a job backing Fair point, and very well said there, Dan. Thank you for that. Uh, Daniel Clausen says, fantastic result. Carlisle no mug. CBT was immense. Spearing control midfield, and Clark was a uh, brick wall at the back. Keith Hill's a great appointment, and will certainly get the best out of this team. Uh, Tramir Layden says, one of the most pleasing performances I've seen in a long time. Not one player gave an average performance, or fantastic, 10 out of 10. Uh, Colin Simpson, solid all round CBT, showing what you need to get up a bit of quality, not many have uh, Sue Y Army, Tramia Chicago just says uh, can I have your autograph what not yours sure Paul? I'm sure what that means to be honest are you trying to clone your credit card? not sure, oh, actually this is a reply to, uh, to Dan <laughs> anyway um, ignore me Right, James Venner says the hardest Bloody. test for Rovers thus far um, we stood up to the test. We've come a long way since Jackson left, which was only three weeks ago, by the way. Um, looks a totally different team. Seen more together. Up the whites. And I think that might be the end of the tweets. There's been absolutely loads, but um, I think I've got through all of them. Well done, so thank you very much for uh, for getting in touch. Really do appreciate it. It really helps us put these shows together. We haven't got a show without us, them, have we? Yeah. Um, gives us, you know, good idea of what the, the fans are thinking and overall very very positive and we're all very very happy just right now so yeah. long may that continue fucking right we should probably get, get as well give a, we should probably start doing the, the sponsors at the start shouldn't we instead of waiting until the very end um, the, keep, keep people listening oh yeah the cliffhangers like next clue coming up um, yeah big shout out to the supporters club they are yeah, the official tricky. sponsors they uh they cover our hosting fees, SoundCloud fees, all stuff like that. Um, they do a lot for the club as well. So do the, you know, the trust. They, they work together. Obviously, they're selling the retro shirts at the minute uh, to raise money to build a proper lift for disabled fans so they can have access and a better viewing angle from the main stand as opposed to the, the front of the family enclosure. So, yeah, go and support them. At T-R-O-S-C on Twitter. Um, if you like your podcast, got me, my, my Patreon podcast, I'll drop in tomorrow. I was busy today. I had to help. We had to fit two new aerials on my mum's roof. So obviously, like I have to help out with that. So you know, great banter. You've been on the roof. God, have I been on the roof, mate? You tell me. <laughs> Can't get me off the roof. Oh man! It's like I was doing a, a prison protest, Paul. <laughs> Smearing shit all over my bed sheets. Um, so yeah, but if you like that, my Patreon at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. It's my pinned tweet to my Patreon, or just go patreon.com forward slash Matt Hibbert. Football podcast got a full European roundup. Some great goals this weekend, by the way. And there's a great story about the team who've just won the Norwegian league. Paul, I don't know if you're familiar with them. Um, 
it's a crazy story. Yes. They're called Bodo Glimpse. Yes. Um, yeah, I've, I've made history. Yeah. Um, I'll, do you know what? I'll find the article, the BBC article, and we'll, we'll post it out on the, on the This is Tramia Twitter because it's a hell of a story. I'll go into it more on my podcast. They'll be dropping tomorrow. They're having a full round roundup of all the weekend's action as well and a new A to Z of music is up as well that is my Patreon, uh, go to my Twitter at Matt Hibbert and it's the pinned tweet at the top or just go to patreon.com forward slash Matt Hibbert, sign up £1 a week, £4 a month um, really just helps me out and if you like your podcast there's lots of good stuff to listen to, a huge back catalog of stuff is on there now to go back and listen to, right then um, the answer. by the way, just before we finish, worth it Cheers. just for the intros oh with the music oh, <laughs> the gazette like music the, Gazette music and, and then um, the Euro '92 You are the number one. Oh, they don't make it like that anymore, do they, Paul? No. So we're tuning in just through that, to be fair. But yeah, really good content. Like Matt's producing, and uh, if you can afford it and you want to help him out, um, you know, you get you get good value for money because the podcasts are really good. And that's Paul Harper saying it at last. So you know. <laughs> um, Right then, the cryptic footballer clue. I don't think many people. I don't want the one from last uh, it. from Saturday. Yes, Saturday's one. I'm going to give the the answer to this one. I think one person. Yeah, we did get uh, got, got a DM off uh, Sean Stokes. Yeah, Stokes. Um, and he got it right. The clue was he's literally handling stolen goods. He's literally handling stolen goods. The answer, the cryptic footballer, was Rob Holding. That's this is what we're dealing with. Yeah, He's literally handling it. Actually, works annoyingly, and it's actually got his first name in it for once, which yeah. is you know very unusual to be perfectly honest, isn't it? With the sort of absolute nonsense that we're dealing with. Um, I have got another one, but like it's somewhere deep in the depths of WhatsApp. So, Paul, you might have to speak for a minute while I try and find it. Okay. But uh, yeah, once again, big big thank you to uh, to everyone for for tuning in today. We're getting really good really good figures for these uh, podcasts, so we really do appreciate the support. You know, it's it's a nice thing to be able to do. Um, I was mentioning on Twitter um, the other day that Rover and Out are doing some like pre match zooms um, on Saturday match days, which is a nice way of you know, getting supporters connected and. You know, still uh, connecting with each other and being able to chat about football, and we're very lucky that you know we we put these podcasts together so that we can you know we can chat about the games and uh, you know the team that we all love um, and get and keep that connection going. But uh, a lot of people probably you know I think we got a message as well from someone in Australia saying thank you for you know keeping us informed and, and connected with the club, which is you know it's our pleasure. Paul Dunsford, it was. Um, who's now in sunny Australia? Oh. Um, it says it helps helps him, you know, connect to home. Um, so obviously an expat in um, in Australia at the minute. So yeah, it's great. It's, it's great, it's, isn't it, Paul? Great that we can uh, we can just chat nonsense and hopefully entertain and uh, yeah, keep you connected to to you know the the central thing that we all love, which is a football, b Tramway Rovers. So. Um, right, you're happy got, to be of service, Matthew. Got, over to you. I've got good news and bad news. Good news. Good news is I've found the cryptic footballer clue. <laughs> the bad news is it's terrible. The bad news is I found the cryptic footballer's clue. <laughs> um, okay, so it's it's a cryptic footballer, and once again, it's the, for another one though. This is the full name, not just the surname. 
Okay, so we should say if you want to, if you want, you do want to sort of um, treat this as a competition. Feel free to to drop us a DM so you're not <laughs> you're not revealing, yeah, you're not revealing the, answer the answer to everyone else to, uh, to the to the world. So yeah, yeah feel as, free as we found to, out. Our DMs are open, I think. So when we used to do the quiz on the live shows, and um, <laughs> people would write the answers in the chat box on Mixlr, yeah. and it was like, no, <laughs> if you didn't know what it was, you do now, don't you? And we had to like, do the draw out of a hat, which was a shambles using bloody Kinder Egg things. Um, <laughs> so it's cryptic footballer. Okay, I scored Laurie six out of ten. I thought Jackman deserved an eight, but Grant was only worthy of a three out of ten. I scored Laurie 6 out of 10. I thought Jackman deserved an 8, but Grant was only worthy of a 3 out of 10. Cryptic footballer's <laughs> clue. Tramia player as well, former Tramia player. So uh, there's your clue. At This is Tramia, at Matt Hibbert, at Follow That Nick, he's a corporate, and at Paul Harper 82. Um, oh, yeah, DM us. At this terrible. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Have you got it? Do you think you got it, Paul? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in our WhatsApp group. Yeah, message me if you think you've got it. Um, before we go, I just want to say something here, um, on on the Wrexham situation. So I know we've had our you – know, it's, our, it's our rivalry. We've had our run-ins with them over the years. But they've been down in, in the National League now for nearly – it 15 years. 15 years. 15 years down there. You know, we know what it's like down there. It's grim. It's a slog. They got 99 points one year and didn't get promoted and then lost in the playoffs. They've been took over by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McKelney of um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fame. You know, two huge Hollywood stars, certainly Ryan Reynolds. Um, you know, and they're looking, they're going to do like a Netflix-style documentary on them. They're hoping, they've been talking about, you know, the Premier League in a couple of years. And we've been to the ground and it's fallen apart. You know, the the great te- terrace at one end has been you know, unusable for 10 years. They've got grass growing on it. And I think, like, you know, as much as we've had our run-ins with them, it's a football club there, you know, it's it's a big football club. I think I speak for everyone when it would be great to see them rot in the National League for another fucking 15 years. Ah, <laughs> ah stay down there, you scumbags. <laughs> How's Geisley away treating you? Well, I, mean, I, I, I think, think guys are... Uh, with that, don't I? I think so. Yeah. So, yeah. Although they did win 4-0 tonight against Sutton. Um, and I, I think... <laughs> I genuinely think, in all joking aside, that I think they will finally get out. Because it's not as... It's nowhere near as strong a league as it, as it once was. Mm-hmm. In the There's no big money signed. Well, them now, isn't it? And yeah. they are... You know, you look at them. They are a club who... With the right team behind them, right management, right, you know, obviously needs investments. Mm. There's no reason. The, they the, only, the only thing is, um, they're the ones to be shot at. Huh? Yeah, of course. They're, they're the, the plucky they're underdogs, the guns, and everyone's everyone's going to want to beat them. Yeah, um, and when fans are back in, um, you know, everyone is going to want to go to Wrexham to give Ryan Reynolds some abuse <laughs> for buying Wrexham and not their team. Yeah, so he's kept the receipt. What's the returns policy? <laughs> uh, uh, as much as they've won four 0 today, and they're going to have, you know, good backing financially, I do think they're going to find it tougher than they what they may may assume. But throwing money at it doesn't always work. So, one the last. Be three careful what you wish for. Yeah, one the last three. 
and uh, up to sixth, up to sixth in that league, which is uh, dizzy heights. the dizzy heights of sixth. Yeah, above them only Sky and Maidenhead, Wellstone, Woking, Sutton, <laughs> Torquay. <laughs> well, the, yeah, some teams are. Do you know what? Like, I still, um, I still watch it. BT Sport do their conference, the National League Roundup show, and it's not. It's on like at half past five. It's on. Oh no, it's on straight after the live half five game, isn't it? Yeah. So like, but they upload it to their YouTube channel, and I still I watch it every week. It's an easy. It's Matt Smith, isn't it, and Adam Virgo? Yeah, usually, and um, it's half an hour, and I, I still keep an eye on it. My Chesterfield, their bottom. They were mm-hmm. they were two one up down to Notts County in the ninety fourth ninety third minute and lost three two at home. God Almighty, who do you think they are, Port Vale? <laughs> there are some big teams still in there. Oh, some, it's um, crazy. You know, Chesterfield. I'll just a little Notts County ex league teams here. Oh, I'm just looking at the league table now. Yeovil, Chesterfield, Halifax. I know strictly they you know it's a different team to the mm-hmm. one that was in the league, but still Barnet, Dagnum, Aldershot, Notts County, Stockport. Hartlepool, Wrexham, Torquay. There's 11 just there. Mm. And then you've got the really small teams that are having a great season Wellstone. there. Wellstone, Wellstone up in fourth. Wellstone Raider. I'd be loving it. Sutton always seems to be there or thereabouts. Woking, Maidenhead, Bromley having another go. Adam Mackey down there. Stockport, three games in hand. You know, they'll fancy the chances. Got a lot of you know, big financial back in there. It's, um, yeah, saying there's... It's not. There's no standout team there, but it's going to be a very competitive league. And once you're right, mm-hmm. I'd like to talk. Talk. You're flying at the minute. Obviously, they're top yeah. uh, five. Five points clear. I see at the top, and they're a proper football club, aren't you, Talkie? And they've had some terrible times. They were down in Conference South, weren't they? Yeah, a uh, couple of years Last ago. Season. So yeah, got a lovely night kit as well. Lovely yellow home kit. I think they've got a lovely yeah. white away one. So um, and they were in that crazy FA Cup game where they got beat six five by Crawley in the first yeah. round. We've nearly done an hour here, Paul. It's unbelievable scenes. I know. People, people have turned off, by the way. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Just... I turned off 20 minutes ago. <laughs> if you're still listening, you deserve a medal. God help you. Well, then we should wrap it up. So we, I haven't eaten tonight, Paul, properly either. I had um, I had a chomp bar that Nick brought for me. A big bottle of Orange Wicked. So you need after a fruit. day on the reef. Uh, what? So you need after a day on the reef, isn't it? And say that again, mate. Ooh, a chomp and an iron brew. And a bloody big bottle of Blue Wicked. <laughs> We'll go and get a scram then, and uh, we will be back on uh, Friday after um, oh, yeah. the BBC TV exclusive yeah. in Penton Park. So, I should, uh, yeah, should be good. Yeah, that um, I won't be getting the Donna Kebab on Friday. It still will be Saturday, so it won't be the same, will it? it won't be the same, unfortunately. Um, yeah, but you'll still get a, you'll still put the tweet out there. Oh, you better believe it, mate. It's really annoying, Tash. Why are you taking a foot with it? Why are you putting it up? Why is it getting 50 likes? Yeah, well, just to, just to compare, um, my Saturday steak um, got three likes. Yes, Paul, because you put so. the Yorkshire puddings on it. <laughs> and you've got to get the angle right, mate. You've got to be like an influencer. You've got uh, to get your, your uh, light shining on it right. Um, Paul, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, I don't. It, I take that long. I don't eat it. I don't take a photo. Throw it in the bin. <laughs> I cheese on toast every week. That doesn't get eaten. <laughs> Oh, that explains a lot. Imagine I see why on Tasha about this the other day because I went, she was like, why are you doing that? And I went, listen, Sash, I'm a Tramia influencer. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? I might put that on me. I'm like rewriting me at the minute to like apply for some other jobs. You, know, you, you rewrite your CV to make it you know, more 
applicable to whatever role you're doing. And you, know, <laughs> you lie, basically, Paul, is what I'm saying. You know, um, so, by the way, Paul, put you down as a reference. So if anyone says anything, <laughs> I was the assistant manager to Tramia when we won in 2018 yeah. uh, against Bourne Wood. I don't I mean, think it was, it was down to you. But... Well, Paul, I'm glad you finally said this. James Lalabi, I've said this several times. James Lalabi got a winner's medal, and I didn't. I contributed more to the promotion that season, genuinely, than him. I did the bloody semi-final yeah, mega mix. Most got people before, got played before the uh, Eastley game. Most people contributed more than he did. To be yeah, fair, exactly. So. Even you. <laughs> so, you were on the pitch, yeah. weren't you? Full time, and you sooth celebrating away. I've seen that photo you've got of you on the pitch with your bloody <laughs> lanyard, looking like Flavor Flav with a clock round your neck, lapping yeah. it. Me gold phone. Yeah, yeah, you have solid gold. See, even back then, <laughs> you were poor big time Harper. <laughs> Yeah, what can I say? Still got well, that thing. Have you? I actually use it, but yeah, it's just Well, that's your grafter phone, isn't it? It's where you do your technology <laughs> business. Oh, by the way, my mate uh, Leroy said he'll come round um, later this week and sort out the the porno channels on your dodgy box for you. So just let <laughs> let days. me know and I'll tell him when he can come round. <laughs> Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> Happy well, we, days. We, 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 we led to the outro uh, about 15 minutes ago. So That's what we do best, Paul. <laughs> I had to get that. Right, go and Greg get some go, Like, yeah, I'm going to, do you know what? I actually might genuinely have cheese on toast. I'll see, if you know, whatever I have, I'll put a photo up and see if it gets anywhere near as many likes as a donna. Or, Tasha's asleep, I sneak out and get a fucking naught. No, no, yummy shuts the tanks to these bloody restrictions. Mm. Ah, I can't even go and get a donna. Oh, well. Yes. Yeah. Bad. Right then, <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. I like, uh, so get in touch at this is Tramia, at my Ebert, at Paul Harper 82. Um, at JKOHH, if you can get his phone in his prison cell, and uh, at follow that Nick for the, any answers to the cryptic footballers clue. We'll see you back here Friday night after our FA Cup extravaganza on the uh, live on BBC Two. Half past seven, quarter to eight kickoff is the pool, or half seven? I think so, uh, quarter to eight. Quarter to eight. Quite late, that, isn't it? I'm, I'm getting used to these seven o'clock kickoffs. Yeah, I know. So, be a, a late night for us. Is it definitely, I, I swear, that even the um, FA Cup kickoffs are earlier. I'm just trying to check now, but my computer's being incredibly slow. I'm pretty sure it's 745. I'll check on my phone quickly. This is what this is what people pay as the um, big bucks for, isn't it, Paul? Yeah. I mean, not, you, obviously, not... <laughs> you obviously don't trust my, trust my judgment. No, Paul, why would I? You can't be trusted. It's Paul, do you know what? You're wrong, and I was wrong. 7.55 kick-off. Oh, God, even later. It'll be like EastEnders or something, whatever it's on. There'll be some reason. We'll do the one show or some nonsense like that. No, it's um, so yeah, world or something. Oh, even worse. <laughs> Top of the Pops, bring that back on a Friday, I say. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a 5 to 8 kick-off, a late, a late start um, for us all on Friday. But it is live on either BBC One or BBC... I think it is BBC Two, actually, isn't it? Yeah, because it's not, not the main channel. But, yeah, we'll be back straight after that. Um, and it does have to be settled on the night, doesn't it? So it could go to extra time. Yeah. Or was it straight straight to penalties? I think there was extra time. Yeah, cause there was, yeah, there was, because it was in the first round. Marine went yeah. through extra time and penalties. Yeah, so could be a late one for us. But we will be there. We'll be doing this after that on Friday. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we will see you for the Brackley post-match on Friday night. Up the fucking Sam, yeah.